Hello, and welcome to Creating with Camille podcast. This is Camille, surprise, surprise. And for episode 31 of season two, I wanted to speak to you guys and gals all about the five ways that you can create confidence. And these are five ways that I personally go and create confidence when I'm in situations where I feel off kilter or just would like to have more sense of control and self. And for example, going into meetings with publishers, uh, having conversations in public forums and speaking events where I've honored and allowed to be the author or speaker, uh, sometimes it is a little bit rattling and it, it gets me a little nervous. And what I do like to bring into that situation is courage. And I believe that when I'm centered and I, I have a good sense of where I want to bring my thoughts across to the audience and I have a proper flow and understanding, the one thing I don't always have is courage. So to create courage, I have these five steps and they might seem not that impressive. However, when combined, I do feel and I do present myself as a more courageous and articulate individual. So number one, fake it until you make it. Okay, so if you are not someone in LA, this might not seem like something that is a common saying uh, for all the starlets out there, for all my favorite waiters and waitresses turned actresses and actors. I got your number. This saying means although you may not be where you want to be in the future, you are currently somewhere else, uh, look towards future you for pointers and tips. If you're not currently courageous, act as you are create, like courageous in the future. Act as someone who can be that for your current self. So if I feel nervous... I will envision and pretend this idea of what a courageous person would do and try and emulate that into my reality. Um, this is also fake it till you make it is something that a lot of people do even uh, for areas that I don't always condone. Like if you feel you have to fake it till you make it with finances or you have to fake it till you make it in friend groups, I might need to rethink that a little but. If you're just trying to add a little bit of confidence to yourself or to your day, go right ahead and try it out uh, and see how that makes you feel. Number two is take up space. I realize, especially as a, a woman, I tend to make myself smaller, not intentionally. I'm not aware of it when it happens, but when I cross my legs and I, I come closer to myself, my body language is more closed off. I, I don't always take as much space, figuratively and literally. Uh, literally, because I am a tiny, tiny lady, <laughs> so literally I cannot take up a lot of space, but figuratively I can. Uh, I can insert myself into conversations. I can uh, have dialogues that I might not have entered if I didn't feel courageous. And I am trying to open myself up to have these conversations because uh, they might not be 
always easy, but I do believe if you have the courage, a lot of good can come from speaking up in certain situations or just simply because uh, uh, if you don't have courage, sometimes uh, something as simple as ordering a coffee could become quite complex. Like if the order is incorrect, it does take a tad bit of courage to go and say, oh, I'm sorry, uh, this is incorrect. So it just depends on everyone's level of comfort and everyone's uh, situation for courage. So that is something to keep in mind that everyone is different and everyone's journey will present itself differently. And for some people, it's that cup of coffee. Oh, I I really wanted what I had asked for. And for some people, it's presenting publicly to 400, 500 people. And that that, that makes me a little antsy. And some people, I'm sure, uh, have millions of people that they're impressing and uh, presenting and speaking with. So it doesn't always have to be the same range of variables, but it does track back to that ability to have courage and confidence. So take up that space because literally and figuratively, when you're more aware of what you are taking up, it gives you more confidence to try again. And so what I say is like, fake it until you make it with that courage, because then if you try a little bit there, you get that confidence. For me, it's a two for one. So when I start to have a little bit of courage and that that faith in myself, then I find confidence along the way. Uh, That's just personally how it was done for me. (laughs) Number three, uh, look up to people that inspire you for ideas of how they have that confidence and how they have that courage. For me, I looked at different people and found that the a lot of them, the common denominator was their truth to themselves and their ability to have empathy and such eloquence in their words. And I found that made them brave and very interesting and very confident individuals. For example, uh, intelligent women I enjoy uh, in their craft, Meryl Streep, I find her articulate and um, eloquent and very sophisticated and I I really enjoy that so I try my best to have that done in my mannerisms and my speaking patterns at times obviously not the best at podcasts but we're working on it you know and so that's just one example it doesn't have to be an actor actress however I do find that first examples of confidence they are excellent at portraying it because they are obviously masters in the craft and manipulation of human emotion and human storytelling. So for that, um, it is a good line to look at and see what they are doing and how you can perhaps emulate that to fake it till you make it. (laughs) Number four, uh, similar to number two in taking up space, but number four is body posture, which might seem the same, but it's not because the difference is body posture is how you convey your body language to the outside world. And it really does kind of go hand in hand with how you convey and feel in yourself. So if I have a more open posture, my arms aren't as closed, I'm giving direct eye contact, uh, it's more engaged, it looks less... um, 
submissive or, or scared in some cultures. Uh, and uh, Western culture, eye contact is obviously something we do in business, just shaking hands, talking. Uh, I do not keep myself small in, in most situations because I'm trying to be mindful of in the culture I am in, uh, the body posture and body language that I'm giving to other people to make assumptions about me. I don't want them to get the idea that I uh, see and view myself as someone smaller or less than. I try and present this confidence and try and present this courage intentionally because I don't want to come off as someone who who is... Um, tiny and afraid and easily manipulated and all this stuff that can be associated with poor uh, body language. Or I just don't want to seem mean also because uh, if you're crossed arms, if you're like a stern face, people will assume um, or think you're mean or difficult or blah, blah. There's just a lot of... um, ways to go and circumvent that negative body language. Of course, um, everyone can interpret your positions and all this stuff however they are uh, in their life. So that's also a, a twenty, a catch-21 because you can do everything right in body language and posture and taking up space and faking it until you make it and still not get your intended result mainly because the person who was intended to receive it is not there on that level with you. So it's just understanding varying factors when trying to create confidence. Number five, this one is utmost important to me, and it is speak kindly to yourself with intention. For me, that was when I was trying to start tiny, tiny baby steps into becoming an author, tiny, tiny baby steps into having such a lovely following of uh, listeners on this podcast. It's unbelievable how fast this has grown and thank you so much. And it's speaking kindly to yourself with intention and speaking kindly is just not being so critical or aggressive or downputting with yourself because you are very much your mind and your body Everything really is like a flowing machine. So if you are rough with it, if you are difficult with one part of it, it kind of gets into everything else. Trust me, I know. I have a lot of (laughs) outlying health things that just go ahead and spiral until you can't spiral anymore because it's one thing that really feeds into another. And so this is also true. Your physical, your mental, your emotional, your spiritual, all of these factors really do play on each other. So if you can, be kind to yourself in the words you speak about yourself and the words that you think about yourself. Try and think more confidently about yourself. Be mindful of that little voice. Were you critical of the way you looked at yourself in the mirror today? Or were you critical of the way that you just you didn't want to do something because you weren't confident how it would look? That that is one thing, and it's just being less mean. And sometimes, yeah, like I I am objective. Like yes, I have a pimple. That's not what I'm saying. Like if 
these are outlying things you can't control such as that of course it's still there the confidence level should not like override what what facts are but the thing is you're trying to strive to be less mean about it so the pimple does not diminish the self-worth you are confident enough to to go out and deal with stuff without feeling diminished because of that that's what I'm trying to get across is yes there are factors that play and they they don't really change you can't just convince and trick yourself out of reality however you can be kind and create a reality in some aspects at least as in terms of your confidence these are things that are in your control is how you feel about yourself and how you perceive yourself and how you act to to give the idea to other people about yourself so much of what other people see of us is how we see ourselves mirrored in um, what we give them so it's really, it's very interesting. Just be kind to yourself and see yourself grow. Um, and this, I could talk for more, but it's number five. And now I'll just go into the bonus, which would be being courageous and confident. It's it's basically, you don't have to uh, not be afraid. So having confidence and being courageous is not lacking in fear, bear with me. Uh, It just means you're strong enough to acknowledge that fear and keep going. So it's being realistic. Yes, you have fear, but it also means that you're still trying to be better anyways. You're still going to push yourself out of that comfort zone because you know you deserve that best amount of confidence. You know you deserve that best life. And I really do hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And uh, these were my personal five ways to create confidence. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. See you guys next week.